So the first question that I have is, where's my trophy? That was really cool to see. Man, it's loaded. That's a loaded question. And that's fine. You can have that incorrect opinion, and I get that. Boom! The Fist Bump Boys are back. And as always, my name is Josh. I'm Gio. And we are the The Fist Fist Bump Bump Boys. Boys. Episode 53. We are here and ready to go. Let's dive right in. You ready? Yeah. Let's dive right in. As we record this, last night was the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. Yeah. Yeah, they put a lot of, of advertisement and money into like the production of this. They definitely did. I. Uh, you know, first one with fans since, you know, they missed last year. Yep, yep. Which, you know, they talked about in, in pretty, you know, they got pretty deep into that and how exciting it was to have back. And I enjoyed some of the stuff. You know, so, you know, American League wins it 5-2. to two. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. was the MVP with a terrific stat line of 1-for-3 with a home run. Yeah, it's so, about all it takes. Yeah, I, 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 apparently, well, I guess... They didn't have any other choice? I don't know. Well, I mean, considering what? The starting pitcher generally does two to three innings. He did one. No, I know, but I'm yeah. saying generally. Yeah. And then every other pitcher gets an inning. And yeah. every batter. You it's know, rarely it's, a pitcher. Yeah. So the pitcher's out. And then the batter is like, you're only going to get two or three at bats yep. at most. Yep. So it's whoever does the most with that. And a home run of yep. a 468-foot yeah. moonshot. Yeah. It was a big shot. It was a big shot. Which, by the way, the the, the microphoning on uh, Fernando Tatis so, Jr. for that was phenomenal. So that was one of the things I, I, I liked about this was they mic'd up a bunch of guys, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and talked to them dur- like during play. You, like you said, Fernando Tatis uh, was mic'd up, but he wasn't live when it happened. Like, it wasn't on. There were right, instances right. that Buck was talking to the player during play. Like, if you saw Freeman when he was at first, he was having a full on conversation with him. And, uh, you know, example of that, he was like, oh, great. Now Judge is going to walk and I'm going to feel like I'm short. Yeah, and and then he and walked and he and felt like he was nothing. short. By the way, I didn't know Freddie Freeman was 6'5". He's, he's a big dude, and he looked like a child next to Aaron Judd. But anyway, there uh, well, was a... An, another one that, another part that I liked with the whole microphoning thing was uh, the bottom of the ninth inning when the American League reliever yep. comes up yeah. and completely forgot that he was, he was mic'd up. Oh, jeez, I missed that. Oh, it was great. So he, he's, he's talking to, to uh, Buck, Buck, and they're just having a discussion, and then he just... You see how quickly pitchers just get, get into in the zone. zone, yeah, and completely forgot that he was mic'd up, and they must have. I, I wonder how much money Major League Baseball had to pay the the commission, the players' association. No, the, com- the the television commission. Oh, the for, FCC for, for all the fines? swearing oh, yeah. and stuff. Oh, oh man, absolutely, it was, just, it was great. And and like I said, the whole presentation of all like. If you look at most all-star games, they all have a theme. We had the one with with Ted Williams, where it was, you know, this is yeah. Ted's year, and, yep. and this year it was it was it was a Hank Aaron thing, but it was also yep. a celebration of, I mean, three of of what's going to be great talents. This was Ted T's Guerrero Jr. and and Shohei Otani's 
Yeah. Like, big breakout moment. The money that they put in just to showcase Shohei Otani. Well, th- before we get into him, I want to stay on the on the mic'd up for just a second. There was uh, early, oh, yeah. early, there was a batter. And I can't remember who it is now, and I'm, I'm dropping the ball on this. But they, he, while <laughs> up to bat, Joe Buck is literally saying to him, so what are you looking for here? That was what, Zan- are, you, was, what are you looking for? It was uh, Xander Bogarts. There it is. There it is. And uh, it was shortstop for the Red Sox. And it was the first inning. It was the very first and inning. He, and he, he walks goes, up and he was fastball. Well, hold on before you, you're you're jumping ahead of the story just for a second. He he walks up and says, "I'm looking fastball here," and gets a fastball, first pitch, right down the pipe. And he didn't swing. And I'm like, "Oh, you didn't swing." And they, he goes through the at bat and he's ch- chatting a little bit, but much like you said with the pitcher. You, it's amazing how fast they get in the zone. You could tell he was he was honed in because he wasn't really talking. And Joe yeah. Buck's trying to pry it out of him. And and at that moment, I said, "Oh man, this this whole live mic'd up thing might not work." Just because, like, it's a great idea in theory, but in practice, these guys are so focused. Even though it's just an all-star yep. game, yep. they're still trying to do what they're trying to do. It it turned out to work out really well. I think it worked out better for the fielders to be mic'd up than the batters, but it was fine. Well, it's it's that and and it's the fact that you have to you have to mic and find the right charismatic well, and, figure and in like, the right situation yeah. and and all that. So when he's up, so we he gets to two strike count, and this is what you were just saying. And they said, "What are you looking for here?" And he says, "Fastball all day." And he drops that changeup right down the middle, and he fooled him. Absolutely yep. fooled yep. him, swung right through it, yep. and I immediately said, that was really cool to see. You know, I know everybody wants offense, and all the rules are for offense, yada, yada, yada. Well, but it was really cool to, to see get, the mindset well, that's not, to of get them into going the, back and forth. To get into the head yeah. of one of, I, I think, what's the number? One of the top 150 yeah, whatever players the in is. the yeah. world. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's, it's crazy to see, like, you know, like we were both saying, that laser focus that they get, and when they have it, how hard it is to shake them out of. Well, it, and and that was that was cool. I thought I uh, bringing it back to Guerrero, who again won won the MVP. One of the things that I enjoyed was this is obviously after you know his his father, Vladimir Guerrero Senior, if you will. He hit a home run in in the All Star game 15 years ago. 15 years to the day. Yeah, and that is only the third father son duo to do that. Yeah, yep. The Bonds and duo, the Bobby and Barry and Ken and Griffey Jr. and Senior. Which, boy, that's that's incredible. Those yeah. three. It, is there an argument? And this is a whole conversation that we will likely not have right now. But I'm bringing it up, like. It seems like sons are better than their fathers in this game. Um, I, in some situations, I mean, there's others where, you know, right now we're seeing a situation play out in San Fran where Carl Yastrzemski's uh, grandson, like, well, is it's a that's a that's a generation right. removed. But I mean, even if you look at it, like it's going to be really hard to catch somebody like as great as Yaz. Fair enough. That being said, but that being said, Vladimir Guerrero in his that, own right was really good. Well, so was Barry Bonds, and so was, was Bobby. Ken C- or and Bobby Senior, Bonds. Yeah. But I mean, you're talking transcending all time. All time. Came out of so, yeah. and that's the point I'm making is, and it seems like it's more in baseball than in any other sport overall. There's going to be we can nitpick probably some examples in some of the other sports, but overall, it seems like well, there's a lot of father son. 
that's the point that I was trying to get to. Duos like that there, come into baseball. There are the exceptions to the rules. But generally, yeah, because the sons have the chance to learn from Be the around. father. Exactly. Exactly. And to that point, he had that great glove that he had made up. I don't know if you saw yeah, that. Yeah, with the oh, that picture, picture of him when, when he was a kid. Oh, yeah. come on. That's... That just yanks. He got the MVP for that glove alone. Probably, probably. Though he didn't have it in the game. I was nah. talking about it with my wife while we were watching. I was like, look at the... Oh, that's oh well, it was it was up. against the uh, rules. Yeah, it's against the rules. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. Now let's talk about your boy, Shohei Otani. Well, I mean, he's not my boy, but I mean... My look, goodness. Watching this guy is... He is an attraction. He is the first true attraction that baseball has had. Since Barry Bonds, it, it feels like. like. I don't know that I will agree with that statement as you put it. I will say he is the biggest attraction since, and you can, you know, plop the name if you want to say Barry, that's fine. But there have been other attractions, not many, and none as big as him. He is something different than we've seen in several years. I, I, I was astonished to see him lead off the game and then pitch the bottom of the first inning. It was just a weird, and I, and I don't mean weird in a negative fashion, but a, a strange thing to watch. He's the first player to be selected to the All-Star game as a pitcher and a hitter. First player to hit 20 home runs and strike out 80 batters in the same season, and we're halfway done. And... Combined 10 starts at 10 home runs and 10 stolen bases in the same season, as well as the first to hit 32 home runs and 12 stolen bases by the L's. Those are just a few of the the things that he's doing that nobody's done before. Yep, and I, I mean, it, it, taking the, even the just taking that into its own spot, the the hitting numbers. If if he matches what he got in the first half and the second half. He has the third most home runs in history. Yes. Like, that's... That's insane. Mind-blowing. That's insane. And it this would be his rookie season, right? Is this his no, rookie season? It's his second year. It's his second, second year. Okay. So, a, an impromptu bump it or dump it for you. You ready? Oh, boy. Okay. Impromptu. Okay. Off, this is true off the... Like, I just popped into my head. Shohei Otani is better than Babe Ruth. Bump it or dump it. Ooh. So, I actually... Okay, so it worked the other day. I, I kind of had a conversation like this. Okay. And what Stalling. I... Stalling. No, no, no. What I talked <laughs> to him about was like... Oh, if you look at what the player meant to baseball, what like take mm-hmm. everything into consideration, yeah. nobody's ever going to touch the importance of Babe Ruth. That's not the I question. Just, I know that. So, because I, I can't disagree with you, you're 100 percent accurate. But, Babe Ruth is hollowed ground. He is exactly the the great Bambino. You know, well, we go and, back to the Sandlot. The reason that I say bring, it all, but the reason, is he better? The reason that I'm bringing that up and saying it like that is because I think that 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 um, sacredness to his name, yeah, adds a little bit to the mystique and makes him look like he's a better player That's than fair. Than he truly 100%. was. It. Was he better totally at this point? Yeah, absolutely. Was he ever better in one year than Shohei Otani's been this year? Absolutely not. That's not and the question I asked. I, that's the answer that I have to give you because we only have 
two seasons to base this that's, off of. So that's where I was getting to. There are a lot of people in media having this conversation. Yeah. And there are some who you can't touch the babe. You can't. Right. Not dissimilar, not to bring LeBron to this, but not dissimilar to Michael Jordan. Yeah. Like, everybody's like, it's Michael and everybody else. And that's fine. You can have that incorrect opinion, and I get that. But something about the hollowed name of the babe that you can't, much like you just said, you can't touch him. But there are others. Colin Cowherd is one off the top of my head who is saying, yeah, he's better than Babe Ruth. Because, A, that's a shocking revelation. But it's not. If you really think about it and just talk about their play on the field, not their cultural relevance, not what they did over the court. Is is he better than the, the, the Babe Ruth? I don't think we can answer that question. No, because we can't. we're 120 minutes into his career when the Babe played for so long. Like well, it's too okay. early. So and, and is is he on a trajectory that he could potentially blow Babe Ruth out of the water? I, sure, I guess. Is it likely to happen? I'm going to say no because it's a different game. Like, they don't well, play just, like so, they did back. Like, well, it's different. Well, yeah, and that and the, the fact numbers that, are so large. Well, plus it's also been, what, almost it, – it's been over 80 years since Babe Ruth. Yes. It hasn't happened yet. No. So, well, uh, no, no, I'm saying where the player is, you're going to look at this player and say he's definitely the best. Ranked player. higher than, the, than Babe on the – but, again, I think people, when they make that list of who the best players of all time are, in baseball specifically, there is there is that that God level that it doesn't matter. You're, they're number one, two, okay, three, whatever so, it is. So, we talk about, you know, what we consider our list all the time. We sure. are top five players, blah, blah, blah. We, whatever we, it is. We do this a lot. It's It's – we enjoy doing it. Yeah. I, I don't know one person who, if you put them on the spot and said, hey, who are the five best baseball players of all time, the one person who would be on everybody's it's list probably Babe Ruth. is probably yeah. Babe Ruth. One of the only ones that we can think of. Like, there, like there's people listening right now that are like, oh, it's this guy, this guy. Everybody's going to say that. No. Everyone's going to say Babe Ruth is on that list. Where are they going to put him? Uh, that depends. Yeah. But there's, you know, Mantle might be on there. There's all kinds of names that could be right. You'll hear, on you'll you'll hear a lot of, of Willie Mays. You'll hear a lot of yeah. Hank Aaron. You'll hear yeah. a lot of Barry Bonds. You'll hear a lot of you'll hear a lot of twenty to thirty other players. But almost but everybody every will likely have. Yeah. Will have no, that's papers. fair. So so to compare bump it or dump it. What, so I I can't give you an answer to either one of that because I'm dumping it. It's like I said. Is he better than Ruth all time? We will not know until his career is over. Correct. Is he better right now at this stage of his career than, than Babe Ruth was at the second year of his career? And yes. The trajectory's better? Yes. Absolutely. This might well, be you the, could say that about well, and that's a thousand the, players. But that's the point that I was going to get yeah. to also. And also, another thing that people like they look at, like, oh, Babe Ruth was a great pitcher and a great hitter. Yes, mm. but not at the same time. No. Like, Babe Ruth, until he got traded to the Yankees, he was a great pitcher. He could have won a couple yes. Cy Young awards. Yes. He, he would have been a starter every year in the All-Star game if he pitched yep. comparatively now. He broke his finger in the outfield in his final season with the Red Sox and went to the Yankees, and they said, you're never pitching again. Yeah, they wanted his bat more than ever. And his bat it carried the rest of his career. He was able to focus and become the greatest hitter the great of at, at least three generations. Yes. So, 
to to compare that to what Otani is doing now, it's it's apples to oranges. It's two different things. Yep. And that's the issue that I'm seeing is everybody gets all caught up like like our argument last year about Zion Williamson. <laughs> it, he may end up being Great the greatest player that we have ever seen, but we don't know. He's in year two. Yeah. It's too early to even think about yep, that. I agree. That I completely completely agree. And the follow up to it. For, again, question popped into my head. When do they start walking him? When do they start giving him the the automatic walk? You, you know what it is. It's it's I. It's got to be managers are looking at it like there's no way that I'm We're gonna walking walk a pitcher. pitcher. There's <laughs> no way that I'm going to be forced. So to ego walk is going to get him the records. Ego, it, it, the it ego of the other be. managers. I got news for you. I'm managing. And I mean, the thing I'm is, giving him the four. It, <laughs> Let's it's, go. It's Move not like along. he has Mike Trout, Mike Trout protecting him right no. now. Mike Trout's out, so it's yeah. like just, just intentionally walk him. Put it. well. The thing is, is you can't do that either because he can steal. He he can, he can. run the bases. Yeah. Like yeah. he's a he's he is arguably he is, the first all around baseball player we've seen in. I, I don't even know how long. He might be the first ever six-tool player. Yeah. Because yeah. he can pitch, too. Yep. It's, yeah. it's no, unbelievable. I'm, I'm with you, and I agree. What did you think about the game in, in, in its own right? Just the game itself. Forgetting the production value I mean, I enjoyed and all it. that. I mean, it, 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 it got boring for me. It got boring, but every All-Star game gets boring after, like, the fourth or fifth. Do you, you attribute it? You want to see. Yeah, yeah. Do you attribute it to the All-Star game? Or baseball in general, yes. Okay, because I think I I agree. With <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's it's kind of both. Like it's just the way that the game of baseball is, where at every baseball game, the only innings that are truly exciting are like one through three, nine through whatever inning ends the yeah. game. Uh, and it's just because there's there's nothing. It's just bleh. Yeah, yeah, like. Unless you're watching something historic, like like a player getting you know yeah. going through a cycle or four home runs or but that's so a no hitter or and it's so impossible to predict and yeah and like you know gotta, when that's gonna happen yeah so I don't know which I, is the mystique around baseball and I get that but it just seems like baseball is having trouble so Stephen A Smith speaking of Shohei Atani oh boy what do you think about what he said let me give you the quote first go ahead he made a comment. When talking about baseball and marketing, quote, I don't think it helps. Specifically, he's talking about marketing to Americans, right? Yeah. I don't think it helps that the number one face is a dude that needs an interpreter so you can understand what the hell he's saying. End quote. Severe uproar on on these comments from people all around media, specifically around baseball. He then He then went on and doubled down. After the fact, this this happened, I believe it was Monday, and then later on Monday, he posted a short video on the Twitter. He said, quote, if you are a sport trying to ingratiate yourself with the American public the way Major League Baseball is, because of the problems that you've been having to deal with in terms of improving the attractiveness of the sport, it helps if you spoke the English language, end quote. I sounded just like him, by the way. I this think my is timing was preposterous. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? Because it's a big story. Man, it's loaded. That's a loaded question. I, 
I have no problem diving into this. Yeah, no, no, no I know. I, I know. am I'm not just, a so Stephen A. Smith. I'm not fan. either. I'm no. not either. And, and I think both of us have made for the same reason, right? I just. It seems like he, he seems forces the racial divide into his conversation, yeah, and I yeah, understand why. Yeah. It spikes his interest. And he's easy to put on TV, and there's all kinds of political aspects that you can put in there for your own purposes. I don't like to do that. I simply don't think every single solitary thing revolves around race, and it always seems like that. Now, I also think he, you know, you brought up the, it's preposterous. I, I also think he does that more than he has to, where he's, well, just, he's just very well, demonstrative, and that, that, was, and that annoys me. That was, just, like, let's get into it. That was kind of my thing, like... If you want to push the racial divide and all that stuff, like, look, it's not for me to even be a judge of that. Like, it, no, I and, I, and I'm not so, asking you to so, judge. No, no, it. I, just, I know. So, it like, seems I, like he that's forces not the, the issue. That's sometimes. not what my issue is. My issue with him is, you know, I like a little controversy in my sports. Don't get me wrong. Like, it, it makes sports interesting. Gives sure. us something to talk about. Of course. But when you're when you're saying stuff just to say, when you're shock jocking, yeah, I have an issue with that. Like, that's you can tell when you're being sincere and when you're not. Not for nothing, in my opinion, sports doesn't need it. Sports has enough drama built in. You don't have to manufacture anything. Well, and that's the thing. Like, it, I I can deal with as, as much as I hate hearing about it, but like I can deal with hearing about. James Harden's outside basketball life. Like, yeah, whatever. Because it is what it is. That's what the player does. Does it distract him? Does it not distract him? And that's fine. You can have a conversation that's about That's absolutely that. fine. But when you're saying stuff just to make people say, oh, well, you know, I got to turn this on simply because it's going to be controversial, like, there's... You're making up controversy. Right. You're making it right. up. And that makes... If there's controversy there, let's roll. And that makes moments like this so much more yeah. insincere. Because if you weren't constantly shock jocking just to get reactions, then I can look at you and say, okay, you seriously feel like this. I can understand where your thought process is, but I'm not going to put it along racial lines because you're obviously not somebody who's trying to push a racial agenda. You're, yep. you're not somebody who's trying to just get a reaction. When you're trying to get a reaction, we can't have a conversation with you at that point. Yes. And that that's the problem because now if you go up to him and say, well, you know, this is why it was wrong. You're trying to explain it to him. Which, by the way, it was wrong oh. at, as far as... Bring it back to the statement. Bring it back to the statement. Yeah. The statement itself, the way that it was stated, was wrong. Why do you think that? I want to unpack that because I because it's, actually it's, disagree with you. To, to say that he needs to learn the English language, it, it I think it could have just been a little more apolitical. Like, Okay. Can I pause you for a second? Go ahead. I'm going to pause you there because I don't think that's what he was saying. And that's what a lot of other people are saying, that, that, that he is knocking uh, Shohei because he can't speak the English language. I don't think that's... I, I don't think that's what he's trying to say. No. What he's trying right. to say is that Major League Baseball has done a, and I completely agree with this, and I've said it many, many times, they've done a terrible job marketing their sport to the American public. Right. What, what he's trying to say is there aren't enough 
characters or subject matters or, you know, uh, we just said it about Shohei, attractions that are appealing to the American public when the best one right now Nobody understands. That's not a knock on Shohei. Right. No, no, it's I, a knock on I, Major League Baseball. Everybody's that. taking it that. as a as a knock on Shohei, and it's not. It's fine. We have no problem with it. But no, no, no. but that's why I'm saying it's like, Major League Baseball that is screwing up. Yes, here. yes. But what I'm saying is the way that Stephen A. Smith puts it forward. Well, it's he, because of everything else he, he said, ex- and that's, it, that's it what makes I'm everybody say. think the, it's racial. The way that and that's what I wanted to bring it up. It, the way that he said it. Because of what he says, he should have made a less political statement than he should have, you know, he should should say something along the lines of he needs to, he or Major League Baseball needs to learn how to get him to communicate better with the media. So he could have worded it even better and made it less about the player and more about the the issue that yes. is really plaguing yes, baseball. Yes, because the issue If he had knocked ba- baseball, you're, you know, Major, Major League Baseball is doing a terrible job because they can't market their American players. For example, their biggest attraction is, is Shohei Otani, who doesn't speak English, so it's hard for the public to really latch on to him. Like, if he, right. if he points it... In the it, it feels like, and again, it's his history of always bringing up racial divide or racial issues that everybody immediately goes, oh my God, he's knocking Shohei. I don't think he meant to, but to your point, it's the way it came out. Right, and, and his history. Like, he has yeah. a history of, yeah. of, as you said, pushing the racial agenda. And, and yeah. as, you know, so as when I he said, says something like this, that's what everybody assumes. shock yeah. jock of sports. Like, he... Stephen A. Smith understands that every single word that he says is going to be analyzed by millions. Yes. That's the kind of audience that he has. And when you have that much power, everything that you say is going to be put under a, a, a magnifying glass. Yes, absolutely. And it's all going to just... Everybody's going to get this opinion of you, whether they like you or not. And, and when you say something, it has to be... Either you're going to put this out there, you're going to own it. Which, by the way, as wrong as I think he was for how how or what he stated, he owned it. He did. And, he and did. So he I'll did, give him that. He did step back a little bit. He pulled back a little bit over the you know past day or right, two. Right, but he still said then. he said yeah, I I said that. Like, he tried so, to clarify it, and then he yeah. sa- and then he goes and and by the way, he brought up his own propensity to. Push the racial agenda. He yeah. brought it up. Yeah. He said, as someone, and I'm loosely quoting, as someone who tries to bring racial injustice to the forefront, which was his way of saying, always push the racial agenda, it, He, I, I should have worded it differently. And I agree with him. We both agree with him. But the, the problem is that Major League Baseball is failing itself. They are killing itself from within. It's so regionalized. The, the best player in baseball... I, I'm going to say it's Mike Trout because that's what most people are thinking. You can make argument, Mookie, Christian Yelich, to whatever, from an American standpoint. There are American names there, but Mike Trout is dying out in, in Los Angeles. Nobody gets to see him because it's so regionalized. On, on the same team as, as, as Shohei Otani. On the same team, exactly. Absolutely. But and, and there are people who think he's in the conversation for an all-time great in Mike Trout. An all-time great, and nobody gets to see him. Ever, and that's a shame. I have not seen a single game of Shohei Otani. I haven't seen a single game until last night when I watched the All Star game, and he pitched one inning and had that one at bat. 
Yeah, I think I saw him for one game against the Sox. And I've even then yeah, I've seen like highlights here and there, but yeah. nothing nothing that I was looking forward to him facing off with DeGrom as a Mets fan, and that, that didn't even come to fruition. Yeah, well, I mean, baseball baseball's not a game like like basketball is like basketball can survive on the west coast because it's a nighttime game like it can people, be played anyway yeah yeah people don't mind sitting on their couch late at night watching a basketball yeah. game like it, it's it's for I'm me I'm not anyways, staying up to watch a 10:30 yeah. first pitch I'm just not doing it yeah and that's that the said I hate watching these NBA games that are so late which is a precursor to what we're going to talk about. There's not starting until 9 o'clock. Yeah, but at least... They're shorter games, so well, they don't go as long. Well, not just that. They're, they're more entertaining. Like, basketball is up and down, up yeah. and down, up and down. Like, baseball is... You're going to have four, five, six innings where it's just, oh, Nothing. my God, this Nothing. inning needs to end. So, it's 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 comparing apples to oranges because they're just different types of, yeah. of games. That said, congrats to the American League. <laughs> Again, that's eight in a row. That's eight in a row. Eight in a row. Jeez. Congrats to the American League. Congrats to Mr. Guerrero Jr. for the MVP. We all know. He hit that ball so hard. That was a bomb. (laughs) We all know how proud his his father is, and it's a really cool story. And uh, we'll hopefully see if, if, you know, Shohei can keep it going in the second half. And uh, if I'm not mistaken... And we'll get more into this as the season progresses. As of right now, every single team leading their division is different than the team that won the yep. division last year. I thought yep. that was an interesting point they brought up last night. Anyway, they had some really good stats last night. They, they well, because they had to make well, it no, interesting. I, I, I know that, but like I'm saying, like Boring. it wasn't just like you know, oh, well, he's he hits one seventeen with runners in the scoring well, it position. Did, it did. I did find it funny that for the first, I, I don't know how many batters, it felt like. Every single one, Joe Buck was like, he's leading the league in, and then a different stat. And, oh, yeah. This one's leading the league yeah. in OPS, and this one's yeah. leading the league in home runs, and this one's leading the league. It was, which, it by the way, of, it's the All-Star it game, and I get that. Kind of makes you want to yell at your, your TV, like, yeah, that's why these guys yeah, are All-Stars. That's, that's the whole point of this game, and it was kind of cool. It was, it was you know, some fun. The home run derby was fun. My boy, the polar bear, wins a back-to-back. The greatest power hitter of, of his generation. I mean... Your words. Those are oh, your words. Those are his words. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's cool to see. I'm a big fan of the Home Run Derby. It's a lot of fun. I'd love to go to one one day. Maybe we'll be able well, to broadcast and, and from You one know what? Day. Another that, that's another thing that was it was Shohei made that entertaining. He only but, played and he didn't one even, round. And he didn't even get out of the first round and, and everybody still wanted to see it. Yeah. And you see how tired he looked when he was done? Yeah. They kept talking about yeah. that last night too. And then he came out and that was the other thing. And we're gonna wrap it up on, on baseball here because some of you people are very, very bored by this, but he had a smile on his face that whole first inning. The whole time he was pitching, yep. he had a little smirk. Like, he was yep. just happy to be there, and that was really cool. Well, I, li- I like how they asked him, too, like, are, are, would you ever take place in the Home Run Derby again? Yes. and He, he didn't hesitate. Well, no. Yes, he, he – so his response, and it was great through the interpreter, was, well, I mean, that all depends. And they're like, what is it? You know, like, what does it depend on? He goes, I have to play good enough in the first half. Well, fair like, enough. Like, the way that he said that was, like, it was kind of like that little coy, yeah. like – yeah, you but that's I'm going to be humble. It's no but, longer a requirement to be an all-star yeah. to be in the home run derby. So there's that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, I think that he's he's talking about like, yeah. hey, wink, wink. We'll see. As long as I'm good. Yeah. I'm going to be doing this thing, like, which is cool. It's yeah. it, it's cool, and it'll be it'll be really fascinating to see how it goes. You know, obviously for the second half of the season and 
moving forward. Moving on. Let's get into the NBA Finals. We haven't talked about it yet. We talked about the last time we talked. They were still in the conference finals, right? I mean, so so the first question that I have is, where's my trophy? I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, about. that's that's back-to-back years. I don't know what you're talking about. There's no trophy. What, trophy? Trophy for what? I mean. Trophy for what? My, my win. What did you win? The season is not over yet. How many more points can you possibly get? None. Just out of curiosity. None. <laughs> and you, all right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, congratulations to uh, Gio. He is victorious yet again in the Fist Bump Boy Draft NBA edition. And it should be noted that he has both of the finals teams. He has both of them. Nailed One, he, I will give you credit. You you deserve the credit of getting both. You definitely took a flyer, and you can you could you set it in real time when you picked them. You were taking a flyer, and it turns out, yep. as it stands right now, they have a lead in the finals. As it as we are recording this, it, the game four is tonight. So before we release this, everything we're about to talk about could be moot. It's hard to say, but yes. Credit where credit is due. You won the Fist Bump Boys NBA Draft. Or no, what, what did I call it? I called it the Fist Bump Boy Draft NBA Edition. That's it. For the second year in a row. Year one, you only won it because you had the first pick. Year I mean, two was such a wash. It was such a crapshoot in this year. You, you won it. You won it. Congratulations. You got me. Thank you again. Thank you. I I want to thank. I think it was because wife. of the coin flip again. Oh yeah, it definitely that was the coin flip. Because you were gonna pick Phoenix. <laughs> That's what was gonna. Ha- you were gonna pick Phoenix. That's what was gonna. No, happen. I was gonna pick the Lakers. <laughs> the first team to be eliminated, I think, of all of our teams, yeah. was your first yeah. pick and would have been my first pick. Yeah. You know, I blame it on injuries. I mean, I'm sure that the Lakers do too. <laughs> I blame it on injuries because they. When the Lakers got eliminated, it sure looked like the 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 Nets were the leading candidate to make it, and injuries took them out too. It was weird to see the progression of it yeah. all. Like these playoffs have been weird. It, it, imagine how and we talked about that last week right. or two weeks right. ago. It, should there be an asterisk well, because uh, of the injuries? Imagine how there's an asterisk on this Fistball Boy draft. There's an asterisk because of the injuries. And last year, <laughs> last year was because of COVID. Because of, right? of COVID. Yeah. It's, so you get you get not even half. Like yay, high five. <laughs> All right, to, to the actual finals. So congratulations, you won again. To the actual finals. As we are recording this, the Phoenix Suns have a 2-1 series lead with Game 4 tonight. Talked about it in the last segment starting at 9 o'clock. So late. Um, what do we think so far of these finals? We didn't get a chance to preview it. Uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about the actual matchup because we... When we last recorded, we were still in, like I said, in the middle of the conference finals. Um, but here we are, three games in, four by the time everybody listens to this. Giannis is is uh, putting up numbers, huh? Shack like numbers. And, and you know what? It, it's funny. 
I said Shaq Lake numbers, and in my mind, all I was thinking of was I, I read a report uh, from ESPN, some article, yeah. that when Sh- when Giannis finally realizes that he's more like Shaq than Kobe, the league is in trouble. The le- if he ever realizes. Because yeah. we're, what, six, seven, whatever number of years we're into his career, and he hasn't realized it yet. Yeah. And he won two MVPs. Without realizing that he's he's hit forty points the last two games, and if I'm not mistaken for the series, yeah. he's he's averaging 34, 14, and four. Yeah, that's pretty good. Chris Paul on the other side, he's he's doing all right too, throwing up twenty four and eight. Yep, I I feel like those are the two leading candidates for MVP um, uh, as it stands right now. I don't know. I, I think I would. I Devin Booker after the first two games, I would have put Booker in there. He went for thirty-one and then twenty-seven, but then he, he dropped ten in game three. He needs he needs to have another great game here in game four, and obviously they have to win it. Okay, okay, he, I'll he, go with that. He fell off, and that's I'll one of the points that. I wanted to make. If the Suns want to win this, he has to be better than he was in game three. He yeah. has to. Yeah, no, he has true. to. His shooting percentage was like twenty percent. It was brutal. He was brutal. But I well, you know what though, I, and the thing is, is. We've been spoiled. Yeah, spoiled is the best way to say it. Like the past 10 years, we've seen the best three-point shooters that we will yeah, ever of see. Course. Between, you know, uh, Steph and, and Dame and Clay Thompson. And, I mean, how you got centers now like Jokic who are expected yep. to be able to, to, to step back and drop the three. Like, we're seeing such great shooting that we forget that you know, players that live and die by the jumper, it can they, come back. That means they're they can going, live or they can die. They're like going to up. have a bad game. Like yeah. you're not gonna go 82 plus games without having some bad shooting nights. So hopefully, I I hope because I really I really want Phoenix to win. Like the the, the feel good story of it all is just it's it's right there. Chris Paul, it makes him yeah one of the best players of all time. Hey, well, can we talk about that? Guards, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, it, it, he like we said, it, he has so much to gain. Yes, and Giannis still has so much time. I, I, it's, it's well, you had said that that Giannis has a, a it has a greater effect on Giannis's legacy than it will Chris Paul because Chris Paul won't move. That's what you said. Yeah, I think it it'll it'll put a put a stamp on Chris Paul. Like he has a he has less time remaining. Obviously, well, in so, theory, than Giannis. So, so, but I don't want to rehash that no, conversation. No, no, no. But, but the way that I, the way that I wanted to specify that, and the more I'm thinking about it now, and, and been thinking about it since then, is the first title won't have a huge effect on the way that people look at Giannis. But he has to get that first. He one has to get one. To get the next yeah. one to start. Yeah. You know, the whole con- the whole greatest ever conversation. until he because dis- not for nothing. He'll if he doesn't get one. He'll turn into a much taller Chris Paul. Correct. Where he's Correct. got, he's going to have all the numbers, all the stats, all the accolades, except for the one that matters. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I just, I, I think that this, this finals, it, when when you're dealing with the jump shooter of Devin Booker, I think he's going to come back. He's going to be huge the rest of the series. I think he, uh, Phoenix is going to take it in six. Um, it so, it, the Suns have proven. That they can win with Giannis doing whatever yes. he wants. Yes. 
They've played four games. Five games. Five games this year, right? Between these yes. two teams. Yes. They played five games. Three in the finals and two in the regular yes. season. And he's averaging some 40 per game against mm. the Suns. Yeah. And they have won. The Bucks have won one of those games. Now, it should be noted that the two in the regular season were both one-point victories for the Suns. And every game in the finals has been double digits. So I want I, I am aware that it could have gone either way in the regular season. It could have been 2-0 bucks. It could have been 1-1 or whatever. But it wasn't. Giannis has been playing terrific basketball against the Suns, but it hasn't translated into wins. Well, I think they're playing the way that you have to play a superstar of that level. Like, it's... Look, if you're going to beat us, you're going to beat us. There's nothing we can yeah. do to stop it. But we're going to stop everybody else. So you, well, and that's, you and that's what Giannis needs. Giannis needs at least one of his other guys, whether it's Middleton or Holiday, whatever. They have to be great, too. Yeah. yeah. They have to be. Because he, he, I, he can't do it by himself. Giannis, it seems. Giannis, it, it feels like he is the... the most beta alpha player. Ooh, that's out Hot there. Hot take like, alert. He he is by far the best player on his team. He's the star. He's the one that the whole team is built around. So, are you saying right now you don't feel that Giannis is capable? And I and I'm going to make you answer this question. No, he's not capable. Capable of, carrying, no. of winning a championship by himself and being the best player. That's not what I said. I'm asking that question. No, that's not what I'm saying. Like, okay. That's, that, that, like, Being the best player on a championship he, team. He, Up till today, he hasn't. Yeah, but I, I still think that he can win a championship being the best player. Okay. But he can't win the championship with the finals on his shoulders. As the only alpha? As, as the, the, yeah, the only alpha. Okay. Like, he needs another alpha there, which is... If Chris Middleton or Drew, or Drew Holiday can step up, which they can, and, and they can, but are they going to be able to? Like they're they're so hot and cold this postseason. It's it's yes. really strange with those two. And when they're on, they're on, and that team looks great. And when they're not, they're not. And I don't know what is the motivating factor with those two, but I mean, Giannis can't win this game if he's expected to take the last shot. Like that's, I think that's the best well, yeah. way that I'm They'll trying to say this. Like, yes, but I'm saying <laughs> even if you took that out of the equation, like say that there's no fouling, and and I know that that's okay. going to open up the whole another can of worms. There but, is, but the whole point point that I'm trying to say is, let's say that they don't foul him, and he has to take that last shot in the game. I don't think he'd make it. Like I, I don't okay, think he I, I has that that Kobe gene, that Jordan no, gene. Like, he, well, you said it earlier. He's Shaq. Yeah. He's not Kobe. Yeah. He's not Jordan. Yeah. He's not LeBron. He's Shaq. And by the way, there was a good period of time Shaq was the best player in the league. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Did he win there, three finals there MVPs? Was, there was a 10 year stretch right? where Shaq was the most dominant player to ever step on a court. That said, Shaq didn't win by himself. He had nope. another alpha, one of the all time alphas. Yep. One of the all time alphas. And then he went to Miami. And had another alpha, yeah. yeah, who had one of the all-time best 
finals performances you've ever seen yeah. with Dwayne Wade in that, what was that, 06, as I recall? Uh, I believe so. it was 06, yeah. yeah. But regardless, so Shaq has proven, and, and this is not a knock on Shaq. I feel like it's the nature of the sport. A big, at least now, I'll say, hasn't been able to win it by himself. Yeah. And that's fair. So, like I said, the Suns have proved that they can win with with Giannis doing whatever he wants. Hopefully, Booker is better. And to your point, you want the Suns to win. I I think I'm rooting for the Suns. I want competitive. So, I'm hoping it's not a gentleman's sweep, which is very much on the table. Uh, Suns and four is gone. So, that guy's upset from... uh, what was that the Nugget series? Oh yeah, where he beat up the yeah. other guy after they yeah. when they were sweeping him. But it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens tonight and whether or not it completely solidifies what we just said. Because I feel like we're both leaning Phoenix still. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I'm definitely leaning Phoenix. I, if if they go up three one, it you know the percentages are very much in the Suns' favor. But if it goes two two, we're Whole nother monster. It's it's a brand new series. Yeah, yeah. And if, if it goes two two, I definitely lean more towards Milwaukee having the advantage at that time. Well, it'll um, be all, it'll be all four games won by the home team. Right. And you know what they say: series doesn't start until the home team loses. Right. Right. And we so it'll just be you know everybody holding serve. You need you need you need one of the visiting teams to win. And yeah, agree. That could happen tonight. That could happen tonight. Speaking of basketball, let's. Uh, this is this is called a segue. A se- I'm segueing from one su- seamlessly. I might add. Perfect. It, it's perfect. It's unbelievable how good this is going. Team USA basketball. Ugh. What a week they've had. Ugh. What a week they had. So I guess, they, I guess uh, Kevin Durant's uh, not the best player in the world. <laughs> well, it, to, to circle it back on best player in the world, we have a – on the table, it, there's a good chance that in, I don't know, whatever, if it goes seven, uh, a week, let's call it a week, Giannis could be the best player in basketball. It's, it's on the table. Now, we're going to have that debate. And, you know, spoiler alert, during the offseason – Probably shortly before tip off of of next season, I'm get, we're going to rank the player. We're going to give you the top. I don't know how far we're going to go 10, 15, 20. We're gonna we're gonna rank them going into next season. But it is on the table that Giannis can take the mantle into this off season as the best player alive. It, it's it's on okay. the table. Okay, I'm not saying it will happen, it, but it, it can. If yeah. he if he averages forty yeah. for the next four games and you know they win it in six, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's on the table. But anyway, back to Team USA basketball. They uh, they had back to back subpar. We'll call them subpar performances against Nigeria and Australia. Australia's pretty good. What are they ranked fourth in the yeah. world? Third yeah, in the world? They're, they're, I think they're, they're ranked three. They're a challenge for a medal. I think I think yeah. Nigeria. Uh, was like a twenty-eight point underdog, as I recall. Yeah, it's and it, they beat them. Yeah. Um, a lot of nerves there now. Since those games, Team USA has come back, and they everybody's calling it a blowout. I'm going to say they beat Argentina. A blowout. I don't know if I call it a blowout, but regardless, 
they came out and, and handled business against Argentina. I believe Argentina is fourth in the world in the FIBA rankings. Um, we we concerned about this going into the Olympics? I I, I don't know. Like, and yes, we're team, talking Olympic basketball right now. Any let's go. Any team in basketball that has Kevin Durant on it should be the best team on the court. Ninety nine times out of hundred, I'll give you that. But let's look at that roster. Well, and, and that's the thing. Like outside of Kevin Durant, what what what's going on with that team? Like they, Kevin Love is on that team. No, yeah, there no, was a, there was a lot of speculation about what, what that was all about. No, LeBron James. No, well, you got Anthony, Bam. Hold, you got no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, LeBron James. No, Anthony Davis. But yes to Kevin Love. Well, hold on. I don't think that's a fair way to put it. They didn't not invite Anthony Davis or LeBron James. No, right. But what I'm saying is he got the level of of we're going to send these guys invites. And let's be real. They were hoping Maybe for. Everybody else said no. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, LeBron said no. Anthony Davis said no. They're so both like, hurt. So I get it. Everybody's saying no. I think LeBron's done with and the Olympics anyway. you get stuck. Not stuck with because I really do. That's a, I, that's a, I, that's I a shot at Kevin Love. I enjoy. But what, like, you're Kevin stuck Love with Kevin Love. Player, but you're stuck with Kevin Love. Kevin like, Love is not the Kevin Love that we saw five years ago, six years he's ago, not whatever. The Kevin it was. Love we saw three years ago. So you know, high level. We got Bam, Bradley Beal, Booker, Durant, Grant, J- Jeremy Grant. Yep. Draymond, Drew Holiday, Zach Levine, Damian Lillard, Kevin Love, Chris Middleton, and Jason. Tatum. That is the roster. And I want to know if on paper that team sounds great. It's a good team. On paper that team is, write it down, that's a championship every year. No. But there's no mesh. They they don't play together ever. And they don't play the same style. Well, and and is there something to be said that some of these players just got done in the the playoffs? After playing last year's abbreviated playoffs. Which we already talked about the effects that had. And not for nothing, three of those players aren't there because they're currently playing in the finals with Booker, Middleton, and Drew Holiday. Yeah. So are they going to be able to be a jump start? I mean, they're playing an extra potentially seven games over anybody else. You know, they're they're going to keep going. Like, is there a fatigue factor that we're going to have to deal with going into these Olympics? So yes, I think it's a yeah. It's a it's a solid yes. It's a solid yes, but let, let's be realistic. The reason that Nigeria and Australia beat Team USA is because they had pros on that team. Well, and they, and there was a conditioning factor. No, no, no. no There's I, fatigue. Okay, and so what I'm rust. saying, what I'm saying is this: if you took amateurs, okay, oh, they don't stand a chance. Or let's say they don't stand a chance. Players, no matter how tired that team yeah. of NBA players is, hundred percent, they're going to dominate. Hundred percent. So, from from one to twelve, the U.S. has all stars, not yes. just NBA players. Yes, the best players in the amongst league. the best players okay. in the league. So, the only reason that Nigeria and Australia were even able to compete, forget beat, even compete the U.S. is because they had their own pro. They players also have professionals who are also affected by the exact same schedule. Sure. As, so that whole thing of oh well, they're tired. Like every team is tired. 
every single team that's going to be in the Olympics that has a chance at getting an actual medal is exhausted. Sure. So I don't think that that can really be used as an excuse for why this is happening. This is a chemistry thing. This okay. is that's, a that's fair. A a meshing thing. This is these players. Most of the out. other teams are made up of non-professional players with some pros sprinkled right. in, and they have a a camaraderie. They have a chemistry Correct. to use your Correct. words. Already, they've been playing together for years. Team USA. It's a different roster every time we we walk out on the court. Well, and it's not just that too. Like, look at that roster. Like, that is a roster of and, and I, it's I've a fantasy roster. It's a it's a it's a roster of alphas. Yeah. And if the game's on the line, you could probably give the ball to nine any nine of those twelve players, and then uh, we could argue that I, number. I, but the point remains. I, I, what I'm saying is, like, you'd have no issue giving it to Dame, to, to yeah. Durant, to, like yeah. the top like good amount of that list. You'd have no problem let, having. I mean, guy. Bradley Beal, Booker, yeah. Durant. So you have uh, some of the even best Levine names, can but, hit it. But the styles are so much different. That yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm without with you. these players being able to play with each other, which they haven't been able to because there was no USA basketball last year. Yep. With that happening, with with the shortened season, with last year's abbreviated season and the bubble, like all of this is taking effect on this team, and they don't have the amateur ranks that the other teams yeah. are bringing out, at least yeah. just fresh legs. Just yeah. to no, I'm with give you. a little reprieve. So I think that this is it's a terrifying proposition for Team USA. Because if they don't get a gold with Kevin Durant on that team, that says something about Kevin Durant. So you're telling me it's gold or bust? It, it, absolutely. I, uh, now, as a as a American and a fan, et cetera, I agree with you. But you're saying there is no other option. Like, you, you wouldn't. With this team, if you just look at the. This it, isn't the dream team. This isn't the redeemed team. It doesn't matter. Name that, is, if you look at the names of the top five players on that team, they, there's no way in hell. That they should not be able to get a gold running away. Like I, I, we've just said the names, we you know Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, uh, 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 Chris Middleton's on this team. Drew well, Holiday, not yet. But, but they are is what I'm saying. Like it doesn't matter if they aren't. So you're yet. talking overall, not overall just Nigeria or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, like they have all these alpha players, these great players, these ones that you. These are the players who, who have most of the list, all NBA, all all pro, all stars, uh, top scorers, top assist man, top defensive players. They have everything that they need on this team. And there should be no reason in the world that unless the player that's facing him on the other side of that court is LeBron James, that Kevin Durant shouldn't have a good chance to win every single game that he's in. And to get blown out by Nigeria should have been an embarrassment to that whole team. Pulled up a tweet that I that it it reminded me of, and I wanted to read it to you. Okay, this was yesterday from one of my favorites, Nick Wright. You and Nick, man, we're, we're boys. Like one day, one day I will be a producer on a show or, or replace him. I don't know. He tweeted yesterday: USA's best five is KD, Dame, Beal, Tatum, and Draymond. That's ridiculous. That is not necessarily the best five players on the team, but the best starting five. Right. That's them. KD, Dame, Beal, Tatum, and Draymond. That's that's, that's, insane. that's insane. That's 70 wins a year. Australia's best five is guy I've never heard of, guy I've never heard of, guy I've never heard of, guy I've never heard of. No, I shouldn't say that. 
Inglés, Thibuel, Mills, Delhi, and Baines. Uh, I'm still quoting this tweet. Losing to that team is just indefensible. Yeah. I remember that tweet popping up on my timeline, and I went, oh, wait a minute. It, it's it's not good. Now, again, they did bounce back and took care of Argentina, and more importantly, they have a rematch with Australia coming up on Friday. I'm going to ask you, over under, 17.5-point victory for U.S. Oh, they're, they're going to blow them out. I feel like they're gonna have this to. is going to be insane. Like, I feel bad Pop for Pop is running them right, right now. now. Yeah. They are running right now. And I guarantee you that Kevin Durant has not left the gym. No way. No way. No way. So it'll be interesting to see, and we'll we'll be interested to add in Booker, Middleton, and Holiday, assuming they don't get hurt. They're all going to be there. If you There's that great quote of Booker yep. saying, even if they go to the finals, which if I'm not mistaken, there's a scheduling conflict with the start of basketball where like game seven is like two days before yeah, like I the first it, game and the uh, Olympics, something like that. If he, he said finishes, he would fly the next day. Yeah, if he finishes that's what he game said. seven, he's going to fly out that night. And by the way, he said that like maybe before the playoffs started. Yeah, definitely yeah. before the finals started, way before. And so that was that was interesting. Let's let's keep the Olympic talk going because you know it's Olympic they're time. They're they're here. It starts next Friday. What is that? The twenty third. Something like that. Tokyo is 13 hours ahead of us. Hello, Tokyo. I love Tokyo. Oh, I wish he was listening. Oh, man. <laughs> That's a callback that nobody listening knows. That's an old from the Army days, uh, for, from Gio and my Army days. Oh, man. I love Tokyo. Anyway, they're 13 hours ahead. They're still calling it the 2020 Olympics because they were supposed to happen last year. Yeah. Uh, that's weird but i get it whatever well, i think they're doing it just to keep the four-year mark of every yeah, yeah, you know yeah. four years whatever in, in 75 years no one's gonna remember that they took place in, in the next year no one's gonna remember it at all i uh, 13 hours ahead it's gonna be making it a little tough to watch some of it live because you know we're way behind i mean work yeah. sleep that whole thing eh, those are overrated i mean no they're not Work is overrated. I'll give you that. Work is overrated. Work. What is are you looking overrated. forward to? Give me favorite sports. Oh, for the Olympics. So, so I mean basketball, obviously. Summer Olympics. Like, okay, so hold on a second. I'm going to pause you right there, which I do that a lot, but I need to pause you on this one. I'm looking at my notes. Yeah. And I'm going to turn so you can see my notes. What does that say right there? It says basketball, obviously. It does. It, it says does. Basketball, obviously. Continue. Um, <laughs> I'll probably end up watching gymnastics with the wife. I didn't uh, ask what your wife wants to watch. No, no, but I'll watch it with her. Like okay. I, I, I enjoy watching it every now and then. Like some of the stuff they do is mm-hmm. yeah. impressive. impressive. Very impressive. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to be watching the hundred meters. Okay. Uh, you like running? No, I hate running, <laughs> but I I love. I'm wa- well aware I, I, of how much you hate running. Yeah, yeah. Continue. But, but what else are you looking forward I, to? Well, no, I, I I love watching Usain Bolt. Um, okay, it's just more impressive every single time that, that he goes keeps into doing an, it. Like 
at what point does it's his body just say it's gotta I'm be done. soon it has to be soon um, it's, it's science and I'll probably catch a little bit of the boxing I, so boxing was my next one uh, I mean I could watch anything in the Olympics so that's and that's fair you know and, I'm, I'm and asking you to give me a top couple I am a fan of beach volleyball okay well and, and to be clear <laughs> it's yeah, nothing I mean, to do with the reason you like no I I've always been fascinated by how they're able to do what they're doing in the sand, yeah, specifically. Because yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've ever walked on sand barefoot, because we both walked on fair on our fair share of sand in uh, boots. I hate it. But, I hate it. But even in boots, it's but it's it's tough to get a grip on. And, and but they are able to do something, and it's entertaining. It's always yeah. fun. It's always fun to watch. Uh, and I'm actually looking forward to some golf. I love yeah, golf. You love yeah, golf. We love watching yeah. golf. It, it's it's different. It's another tournament. It's it's you know it's it's so that's gonna be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah, the tennis. The tennis should be interesting. Tennis I mean, should. A couple of guys have backed out. Yeah. Uh, Federer backed out because of an injury. Serena backed out. Well, yeah. Uh, Osaka backed out. But it's it, these. The the only thing about golf and tennis and and even basketball do uh, not so much. Well, but the golf and tennis they're they're already, uh, and even boxing to a certain extent they're already, uh, isolated in the sport. On its own right, and a lot of the times already identified by their country, so it won't feel all that different than a normal tournament. Well, the, the thing that, that makes like, sense. Yeah, the thing that I like about the golf tournament too is is it, it seems like you outside of your Grand Slam. Yeah, the Olympics seems like the one other place where not necessarily a nobody. But anybody, but anybody, yeah, I'll give just you that. Come up and and instantly make their name. Like if you win a Masters and you're the 120th ranked player in the world, you're set. Like that's it. Yes. Like you're known for the rest of your life. Same thing with the U.S. Open and and the British Open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the majors. The, the majors. You're forever cemented in history. The only other event in golf and tennis that that's really possible in is the Olympics. And, sure. and and that can be said fact, about a lot of the sports. The players. fact that it's an event that doesn't pay anything, it gives the opportunity for you know some of these pros are just they're not going to play. Like it's it's not worth it to them. There, they, there's no point. So you're going to have these outsiders have that one shot to take down somebody like you know Jordan Spieth. Yeah. And it's it's so great to just think that that's and when you watch it towards the end, it's always at the very end you have that one person at the top. Who you're like, who is that? And they end up being great. Like Rom. Rom was like that. Yeah. So I, I love watching that because it shows you the future of golf without the pressure of that player playing in a major. And I think that that's so pure and so great. Like I love watching golf during the Olympics oh, for that reason. Yeah. Like, no, I'm with Catching you. that outside guy. So I know I rambled a little bit. A little there, bit. But a little bit. But that's okay. I am going to throw a curveball at you here in episode 53 of the Fist the Boys. I know. Crap. That's why I'm throwing it. I'm going to drop a start bench cut. Oh, boy. Olympics edition. Oh, boy. Bum, bum, bum. I got a few things. I'm going to throw at you. I mean, don't throw them. You better be ready. You better be ready. I'm going to give you some stuff. Uh, let's go over the pretense. I give you three choices, and you have to pick one to start, bench, or cut. Okay. Basically, you're ranking... The three subjects, ideas, names, whatever it happens to be. Okay. I'm going to start off 
with a big one. The best American Olympic moment. Okay? Summer Olympic moment. Nope. Oh. Olympic moment. Which, the first one is why I did it this way. The best American Olympic moment. Star Badge Cut. The Miracle on Ice. 1980 Lake Placid, USA, beating the juggernaut Soviet Union in the semis. They ended up going on to win gold. 1992 in Barcelona, the Dream Team. And 2008 in Beijing, Michael Phelps winning eight golds in eight days. Start, bench, cut. Give it to me. Best American Olympic moment. Miracle on Ice, Dream Team, Michael Phelps in 2008. So I'm going to start Miracle on Ice. Ooh. And and to be honest, I I, I think that this is an unfair comparison because I think that's a runaway number one. Okay. Um, with everything involved in it, the fact that the team wasn't expected to yep. be that good. Bunch of college Russia guys. was so great. Soviet Union. So, yeah, well, Soviet Union at yep. the time, yep. Um, and it was just a perfect moment. Politically and, and, speaking, and, everything going on. Sure, I get you. And, and even the announcing. Like, do you believe in miracles? D- it's one of the great calls in sports history. Um, C would probably be. So you're starting I'm, miracle I'm on ice. Starting miracle on ice. Okay. I'm benching the dream team. Okay. Um, it's just its impact on the world was. It, it was more than just impact on on the U.S. Like. It was a worldwide phenomenon. Yep. And and Which means it grew not just the Olympics, it yes. grew the, the NBA to an, an exponential growth. Well it and it, it it's it set the bar yeah. for American basketball. Like it set the bar yeah. right there. Yes. We were get, we were getting beat and we said that's enough. Yeah. And we went over and just punched everybody in the mouth and flexed. We flexed. Yeah. A little bit. Love it. A little bit. Um, and then I'd, which means you're I, which cutting. Means that I would be cutting Michael, Michael Phelps, Phelps. Which is. <laughs> I, and it's crazy to say, but I, I could actually probably name two moments that I think were more impactful for. Than Phelps? For, than even, maybe even the Dream Team. Oh, okay. Uh, one Adding is on to this. The, the Carrie Strug vault. Okay. Um. Because that's the year that the gymnastics truly captivated yes, the I world. Agree. Yeah. And the other would be uh, the hundred meter hurdle in seventy two in Munich when that, the uh, two NBA the two runners uh, lifted their fist yep, in solidarity. Yep. I think that that was, and and not for sporting like that was for pop culture for for equality for so much more i think that that was a huge moment for the us but with the ones that you gave me that's the order i'm going to take well that's how the game is played i know i just i wanted to mention those two moments Fair enough. those were two more huge moments in olympic history that Fair I always attribute to my love of but what so, the olympics means so and and that's great bravo you're not always in start, bench, cut going to get the best three options. Right. Like, it's pick of right. these well, three, I answer, I answer which you like to be. All right? It. I answer So, next one. Best Olympians. Ooh. Okay. Notice I didn't say any specific country. Correct. 
best Olympians of these three, Michael Phelps, Usain Bolt, mm-hmm. and Jesse Owens. Start bench cut. No, we're talking greatness. You heard what I said. You answer it how you answer. This is you. This is not. No, no, but I'm saying the word best, that you used was best or best greatest. Olympians. Best. Okay. Best Olympians. Correct. Okay. Michael Phelps, Usain Bolt, Jesse Owens. Jesse Owens. Okay. Start. Bench. Cut. <laughs> wow, that's a hard Now, obviously, one. you can make arguments that there are better Olympians than uh, yeah. these guys. Yeah. That's fine. That's not the argument we're having. Of these three, start bench cut. Michael Phelps, Usain Bolt, Jesse Owens. Best Olympians. You got to do something. Wow. I'm, fill, I'm trying to fill the dead air. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm literally over here like. People are checking their, their phone. Like, is it like, still going? It's got to it's gotta be Jesse Owens, right? Like, I, no, no. It could be I, Usain Bolt. Well, if it's, so if it's Usain, then Phelps is like, my head is almost about to explode trying to figure this one out. Uh, so I would start Jesse Owens. Ooh. Um, I, I, he probably have a lot more medals if they had as many events sure. as they have now. I, I, he was just, he was so much better than everyone else there. Uh, he was so much faster, so much stronger. Yep. He jumped so much further. He, he was a whole different type of human being. For God knows how long he yeah. set the standard. Yeah. I think that I would <laughs> bench Phelps and then cut Usain Bolt. Oh my goodness! And that's insane oh to think about. Goodness. I don't know that there um, was a, there is a way that you wouldn't have gotten that reaction, no matter who you yeah. you set you cut. Yeah, uh, but I I think that I would take Phelps. Um, he, Usain Bolt is one event. Michael Phelps is a whole Olympics. 28 medals, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. 23 yeah. of which are gold. Yeah. And, and it's not just one event, too. Like I'm saying, like Usain Bolt is the well, 100 and the 4x1. Well, no, no. He he had... He, he won all three sprint events in three separate Olympics. Right. But, Ooh, what I'm saying but it was just a sprint. It's yeah. a sprint. Like, it's not he's doing hurdles. He's not doing yeah. a long jump. He's just sprinting. Yep. Um, and and I, I am not trying to downplay his speed. We've no, never no, seen no, anybody no. in the world as fast as him. Sure. Like in 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 all of human history, unless you go into mythology, he's the fastest human being yeah. that ever lived. No, yeah, absolutely. Which is amazing. So you got start Jesse Owens, bench, bench Michael, Michael Phelps, Phelps cut, cut Usain Bolt. Bolt. All right, we got two more. Oh boy. Okay. Sport, Olympic sport, Olympic sport that you are mo- would most likely bet on, <laughs> gamble on. Uh, okay. Of these three, okay. Which sport are you most likely to bet on? Rugby, badminton. Or handball. Star bench cut. Which sport would you most likely bet on? Rugby, okay. badminton, so or handball? I can, I can start off really quick by saying <laughs> I will never, ever bet on badminton. Not saying that you would bet any of these. 
Which one no, are you no, most know, likely to bet? I know, I know. So you're least likely I'm to bet. Least likely to bet badminton. badminton. So we're cutting Especially badminton. Especially after the controversy <laughs> that happened. What was it? Two, two or three <laughs> Olympics ago, where they're just throwing matches left and right. Oh, uh, no, great. no chance in hell. I would, that's I would great. touch bet. So that is definitely the cut. Okay. Uh, the other options are what? Rugby and <laughs> handball. handball. I would I bet on. I, 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 I think I would bet on rugby. Right. I'd be okay starting rugby. So you're starting rugby, yeah. benching handball, benching cutting handball. badminton. Not just cutting badminton. I'm 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 cutting. I all shouldn't ties. even put it on there. I shouldn't even put it on. Shouldn't there. even like. <laughs> I didn't even scout that player. Like it's not even. It's never gonna happen. All right. Last one. Okay. And this is the one everybody's been waiting for. Everybody. You didn't even know it, but everybody wants to know the answer to this one. Start, pinch, cut. Which sport would you, you, Geo, specifically you, with a moderate amount of training, be able to compete in the Olympics? <laughs> now, so, so, no, no, and this is a serious question for me, because I... I, I did, I did play. You know, compete in track and field. As, All right, as let, hold. In high why school. don't you? Why don't you? Before you jump ahead, let me. Ju- spoiler alert: You're not gonna have to worry about that. Oh, okay. Which sport would you? I forgot be able to tell me which sports it was. I'm like, oh, well, I can do you this. You can pick one. whichever. No, no. The three I'm gonna choose: sport okay. that you, you yourself, okay. would be able to compete in the Olympics with some training. Start bench cut. Hate you so much. Fencing, okay. Archery, okay. And I and I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a slam dunk here. Rhythmic gymnastics. Oh, start. I'm starting gymnastics, bro. <laughs> you gotta start with the rhythmic I gymnastics, right? Help myself. And and there are a select few people listening that know exactly what I'm talking about. And we're gonna leave it at that. Um, start bench cut archery. Fencing or rhythmic gymnastics. Um, Which sport would you be able to compete at an Olympic level? So I'd start with archery because I'm actually a pretty decent with a bow. Okay. I've shot a bow a couple times. Okay. <sighs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I had fun with this one, too. Now, when, when we say rhythmic gymnastics, <laughs> that's like <laughs> little flags and stuff. Like uh, Will Ferrell in old yeah, school. Okay. Then definitely cut that. <laughs> oh my god, I could see you with the long ribbon. Hell yeah, I I'd own it that. too. I'd, oh, like he did. Like he did. I would own it. Uh, and then I would. I remember uh, uh, Vince Vaughn did the uh, the rings. Yep. And he held it. Yep. And he, and he had the cigarette. He had a cigarette. Still holding. Still. <laughs> still <laughs> anyway. Oh, so so you're starting archery. Starting archery, benching, rhythmic gymnastics. <laughs> you can't even say rhythmic. <laughs> And I'm gonna cut fencing just because uh, that's I don't, the last one left. Well, because you'll never catch me dead in that suit that they wear. Because <laughs> if I if I get in that suit, I'm never getting out oh, of that suit. Oh, that's fun. So you're starting archery, you're benching rhythmic gymnastics, yeah, and you're cutting fencing. I got to tell you, I I did not think archery was gonna get the nod. I I thought it was a slam dunk with rhythmic gymnastics. It was close. I really it was close. I really thought it was. I I, I think known you I, a long time, seen you. I mean, you even brought up gymnastics earlier. 
You even yeah. you even brought it up saying that you were going to enjoy watching it. I feel like you're going to be sitting on that couch now. Pretending I Picturing. That, that could have been me. Oh, I that could, I could do me. that move. That could have been me. I, I could do that move. Oh, that's fantastic. And that does it for the impromptu for you. Start bench cut. Olympics edition. Hopefully everybody enjoys the 2020 Tokyo Olympics in 2021. Should be fun. We're going to enjoy it. You enjoyed those questions way I did. Fun. I did. I had fun with them. And and what I like about them is you had no idea what was coming. And that, that's what made it even more fun. And, and, it, and it has fun with that. That does it for episode 53 of the Fist Bump Boys. We're happy you're here. We hope you stick around for some more. As always, like, subscribe, share, review, everything. Let's keep adding to the Fist Bump Army. Bring more people aboard. Find us on all the social medias. Find us all over them. We are at the Fist Bump Boys. Check out our website. Everything's on there. www.thefistbumpboys.com. We got fun stuff planned for the future. We got a guest or two on the horizon, so look forward to that. And then uh, football season. It's right around the corner. Yeah. We got preview on top of preview on top of preview. We got some good stuff coming your way. Great content as per usual. Thank you so much for joining us. We will catch you next time on the Fistbump Boys. Boys.